you remember when I said that? Um, what I say? <laughs> you remember when I said that sometimes when I record um these podcasts, um, a lot of times they're gonna be about how I'm feeling, and this one is going to be about how I'm feeling. Cause right now I realize that I'm not feeling the best. Woke up really, really early. Had a lot of weird dreams. Weird dreams that kind of made my heart long after things that were in my past. People from my past. Whether it be people who I let go or people who let go of me. I'm not going to take too long. I'm going to play the intro because I got a lot to say. Which hopefully, it won't be that long. But I talk long anyways. So I will see you in like, probably, I'm actually going to count it because I don't know. I'm going to say 15 seconds? Let's I forgot to count, <laughs> but I'm going to say 15 seconds. Anyways, hi. I hope you're okay. I hope your heart is happy. Um, Fun fact, today is Saturday, the day that I'm recording this. This will probably go up Monday. One, I'm very sorry because I may sound sleepy and tired because I just woke up. Well, I didn't just wake up, but um, I woke up really early. Couldn't really sleep. Woke up, couldn't go back to sleep. I'm used to it, but yeah, my heart's heavy. It gets like that sometimes. I think the majority of the people who do follow me, they know that feeling. So story time. <laughs> so here's the deal. Last year, right? And I said this a little bit, like, in my um, TikTok videos, but I never went in depth into it. Last year, right? Probably, um, it's definitely the summertime. But I'm going to say June of last year. Actually, no, we can go back to April. April of last year, right? I remember the Lord woke me up one day, and I I woke up mad. I mean, I had no reason to be mad. I didn't even have a bad dream. Or Nobody did anything to me. I just woke up mad. I'm talking about heated. For no reason at all. <laughs> but the, actually, the reason was, I felt, when I woke up, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what triggered it. But I woke up really feeling like my life was mediocre. And the thing about me always been even since i was a kid to now i dream big my dreams are stupid <laughs> when, you, when you shooting for the stars isn't even it's not even a phrase that i can use that i feel like i can adequately describe my dreams things that i want to do in my life main goal leave the world a better place than i found it that's the main goal 
But I felt like I was not doing that. Now, real quickly, I was a... Let me see. 2017, I was ordained minister. Last year was 2020. So I was an ordained minister at the time. Not in church because of COVID or whatnot, but even still, like, been in church my whole life. Did a lot of good work. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thank the Lord fully for my time in the church. And not only that, but just being able to be used the way I was. I'll just put it like that. But I still woke up mad. I, I woke up pissed off, bro. I was heated. I felt like my life was mediocre. Like, it really was not going anywhere. And I was 22 at the time. And I remember I was just, I was just talking to the Lord. And I was just praying. Because I was like, God, first of all, I don't know why I'm so angry about this. But two, God, I feel like I'm doing nothing with my life. I feel like I'm not doing anywhere close to what I know I can do. Here's the thing about me. I'm not an egotistical person, but I know... I always known the gifts and I know who God made me to be. A lot of times I can forget it, but when I know, I know. And I know that I could be doing so much more than what I already was doing. And I felt like too, I wasn't surrounded by um people who really thought thought like me. And I'm still not. It sucks. <laughs> but I really felt like I was not surrounded by people who really dreamed like me who shot for the freaking stars if you miss so what you hit the moon you know wow it's interesting just thinking about it <laughs> but so fast forward to june right still angry pissed off for how many april may june two months right <laughs> and i remember the Lord came to me one day. He said, Caleb, I'm going to give you two options. You can either stay where you know it's safe, or you can say yes to me. Now, here's the thing about this. I thought I was saying yes to the Lord my whole life. Real quickly, anytime God comes to you like this, get the full details of what he means. Because you really don't know what you're saying yes to until you're in it. It was too late. Until you cannot do anything about it. Don't be like me. Ask what he mean by that <laughs> by that question. Because I really thought I was saying yes to the Lord my whole life. Because I was. Just not in this level. But I said, you know, like I said, whatnot, I feel like I was saying yes to the God. So I was like, yeah, man, of course. Of course. Big G. You know, I got you. My heart almost stopped. I don't know why. I shouldn't have hit my chest like that. But, you know, Big G, gotcha. Right? After that, all hell broke loose. I don't know. And see, here's the thing about it. Um, Last year, definitely last year, my insecurities were really, it was at an all-time high. And it's really amazing, though, because insecurities are, they're a bad thing, right? Negative. Negative impact on our lives. But it's amazing how the Lord can really use something negative and really move you forward, you know. But long story short, at the time I had a five-year relationship, was not ready for the end. 
Lower ticket away. Childhood friends. Lifelong friends. Gone. <laughs> I don't know why I'm clapping like this, but gone. Right? Church. Place I've been at my whole life. It's really interesting. I'm going to put it like this. I knew where my life was going. I had my whole life planned out. Now, interesting enough, was it what I used to dream about? Was it the big dreams that I had? No. But I was okay with it. I was okay with how my life was going to go out. I was safe. That's how I felt. I felt safe. It did not take me until probably about September of last year, after the five-year relationship ended, after lifelong friends gone, um, church. And it's amazing, too, because I know my family was there, but it felt like they weren't. It is interesting, and it's fascinating how the Lord can really use all these negative things, but still be a keeper, you know, still be a sustainer. But it didn't take me until September until I really fully realized what the Lord meant when he asked me that question. You can either stay where you know it's safe, or you can say yes to me. September, I had a clean slate. I had nothing going for me. I mean, I, I really didn't. Cause like I said, my whole life was planned. I, I knew what I, I knew where my life was going to go. It was the same thing for 23 years. My birthday was in August. Um, 23 years has been the same thing. I had a clean slate. Blank canvas. Literally could do whatever I want to do. I went to the Lord in counsel. Actually, I didn't really go to the Lord. I wasn't really seeking for counsel. I was just seeking for help. In the sense of like, God, I'm going to need you to... I'm going to need you to do something different. Because what you're doing right now with me, this ain't it. Look, I I'm going to let you know right now. I didn't really know what I signed up for when I said yes. That was my bad. God, if you don't mind, <laughs> I like to retract that statement. Can't do that when you're in God, though, by the way. Because when you're called, you're called. Jonah's a perfect example. That man was running for his life. What happened? Big fish. Ate him. I mean, they didn't like eat him, eat him, like kill him, but swallowed him. It's a perfect example. Because when you're called, you ain't going to get away from God. It's a good thing. In the moment, though, it don't feel like a good thing. But it's a good thing, trust me. But I, will, I really went to the Lord because I was like, God, I don't know what, my, I don't know what I'm doing with my life right now. I don't know nothing, you know? And the things that I dreamed of doing, they felt so far away because I was like, bro, I haven't even started any of that. And I've been dreaming about this stuff for freaking decade, just about a decade, dude. And I haven't started on any of it. I felt behind, you know? I felt really, really behind.
But is it, uh, you ever read the Bible and like, or just reread the Bible or passages or whatnot, and you really, you notice stuff that you didn't really notice before, or like a message or whatnot that was in a story that you didn't, it didn't hit you until a certain point. This is what happened to me. The Lord reminded me of the story of the Israelites. Now, if you don't know the story of the Israelites, just real quick recap, right? Israelites, they are bound in Egypt, slaves, basically. The Lord used a man named Moses, which probably most of us know. Used Moses, freed them, right? Freedom from Egypt, freedom from bondage, slavery, their old life. Now, they were on a journey, a journey to the promised land, a land that God promised them. But I never really thought about why. Because, you know, God's a God of love, right? Why wouldn't he want to save his people from slavery, from bondage, you know? But if you really look more closely into it, especially when you start to really get the details of their journey, you really start to see the character of who God is. Because the mindset that the Israelites had after they were out of slavery, after God delivered them from where they were, their mindset was even still on this journey to a better land. They were like, God, we want to go back. We want to go back to slavery. Because this ain't it. We want to go back to the place where, because at least in Egypt, we could at least just get by. You know, we, we, we had food. It wasn't enough. It wasn't what we wanted. But at least we could eat. The water was dirty. Dirty. I don't know why I said it like that. But at least we had something to drink. And just to let you know how the story ended, they didn't make it to the promised land. And the reason why they didn't make it to the promised land is because they wanted to go back. They wanted to go back to what was safe, what they knew. However, this is the problem. When you are a child of God, God did not call you to play it safe. He did not call you to just get by. God had an abundance for them. God had so much more. But their faith would not allow them to make it. They were not ready to give up their old life. Even though they knew that it was toxic. Even they knew, even when they knew it wasn't truly what they wanted. That mindset now is no different from us. Because how many times has God brought us out of something that we knew was not good for us. But we still craved for it. Whether it be a toxic relationship, you knew you weren't being treated good. But it was the devil that you knew. Maybe you felt like you didn't deserve better. That you don't deserve greater. That you don't deserve that abundance. The greater that God has for you. But this is the point that I want to make. This feeling that I feel about wanting to go back because I feel like what God is leading me to is not going to be better than what's behind me. 
This ain't my first time feeling this. Learn who... That's my alarm clock. I told you, I'm, I'm way... Because I got to go to work. I'm not even supposed to be up. I was not I was not supposed to be up this early. But I was. It is what it is. But here's the thing. Learn who God is, but learn who the devil is too. Because sometimes the devil knows you a lot better than you. Don't ever let it get to that point. Because the devil knows your journey. He knows the things that your heart longs after. Whether it be a relationship, whether it be financial stability, whether it be your dream job, your dream career, whatever it is that your heart longs after. He will use that loneliness, that depression, that anxiety to make you feel like where God is leading you will not be better than what was behind you. Don't be like the Israelites. Don't be like them, but be like the two who made it out. Because from that generation, there were only two, out of millions of people, there were only two of them who made it out from that generation, Joshua and Caleb. And what I love about Caleb, Caleb was a spy, right? And they sent him and a couple of other spies to go over to the land of Canaan, which was part of the promised land. And there were giants, like, in the land, right? There was a big jokers right they came back to report to moses and the rest of everybody else right and they were like hey look fam there's some big suckers over there i don't think we can really take them this may not even be the place that god led us maybe we should go back maybe we should go back to the place that god already delivered us from and this is what I love about Caleb. Out of everybody, the millions of people who were there, it was him who said, look, y'all, I don't know what kind of God you think we serve, but the God that I serve is well able. And because he is well able, we shall overcome. Now, what's interesting about Caleb is that was like his first introduction into the Bible. We didn't really know nothing about Caleb until that moment. And you would go to Numbers, it's because of my favorite scripture. I love it because we share the same name, right? So I'm, I'm sharing the same blessings. Numbers 14, 24. Now, this is when the Lord was talking to everybody. And he was like, hey, look, y'all ain't making it in here. Y'all, 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 y'all tripping. Ain't... Y'all are not getting what I have for you. All but my servant Caleb. Because he has a different spirit and has followed me fully. I will bring him into the land into which he entered. And his descendants shall take possession of it. The rest of that generation died besides Caleb and Joshua. I was about to say Moses. <laughs> Caleb and Joshua. Joshua took over um, Moses' part of the leader. And so it was a new generation, the son of, um, son of the Israelites. And that generation made it. And what I love the most about, like, the book of Joshua is Caleb went up to Joshua, and he said, hey, look, the Lord has allowed me to live to see the day. The Lord promised me that land 
Now, there are giants still in the land, but my God is still able. If you give me permission, I will drive them out. Joshua gave him permission. The Lord was with Caleb. Drove him out of the land. He made it to the promised land. Make sure when you pay, don't pay, God, bring me out. But pay, God, bring me through. In order, in order to get to your promised land, to get to your blessing, to get to the greater that God has for you, you have to know who you are. You have to know who God is. If Caleb did not know who God was, if he didn't see the things that God could do, if he didn't have the faith, he would have never, he would have never had that energy to be like, we can, we, we can overcome this. Or, hey, look, the giants in the land, I can drive them out. David, David would have never been able to take Goliath if he won't in the field with the shepherds fighting the bears and the lions. He went up to Goliath and said, hey, look, you are nothing to me. I fought bears and lions. What are you? Who are you? And I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. If you don't fight no giants in your life, giants of depression, anxiety, loneliness, those modern-day giants, you will never know who you are. You will never know who God made you to be. I'm going to wrap it up real quick. I always use this example. Caterpillar go turning into a butterfly. What does a caterpillar have to do? It has to go away from that old place, from those old... Because if a caterpillar sticks around with the other, ca other caterpillars, he'll never become a butterfly. They will never become what the, the greater that is inside of them. They will never realize it. If they stick around in that same environment. So what do they have to do? They have to go in isolation. They have to go into a cocoon, and the problem is they only see the result. They only see it come out to be a beautiful butterfly. They don't see the pain that it has to go through. They don't see how many tears it has to cry behind closed doors. They don't. They only see the result. And if it try to come out too quickly, it won't even become a butterfly. It has to ride through the process. Yes, God can do things in an instant. But sometimes a process is necessary. Because sometimes God wants you to be a part of your own deliverance. Sometimes God wants you to see just who he really made you to be. That you can endure. That you can keep moving forward. I'm not going to lie to you. I looked at my bank account last month. And I literally said, oh my God. <laughs> and I don't even, I don't even use that. Because I, I, I don't even... Only time I really I say that is if I really am calling on God, and I was calling on the Lord, because I said, "Good Lord." I mean, I what? I took a screenshot of that. Now I ain't gonna show nobody. <laughs> That's between me and God. I ain't gonna show nobody. But I know next year during that time, oh, good Lord. Because if you keep going, if you keep going, do, 
I'm gonna wrap it up because I feel like everything I said needs to be said. But if you keep going, if you keep moving forward, you will understand why you went through everything you went through. You understand. Because I promise you there's a point in suffering. There's a point in the journey. The Israelites didn't understand that there was a point to a journey. And the problem with that is what was supposed to be an 11-day journey, it turned into a 40-year journey to their death. Why? Because they didn't trust God. They wanted to go back. What was supposed to be 11 days turned into 40 years of nothing but going around in a circle. Do not allow the devil to make you go in circles. God's got greater. God's got greater. It came to my head. I'm so sorry. Last example. And I'm, this is going to be quick. Last example. Just proof. Just a proof. This is just proof. <laughs> that God is not a God that goes back. Remember Lot's wife. I ain't going to dig. Because like I said, I was about to go. But just remember Lot's wife. She looked back. And she got stuck. Literally forever. Remember Lot's wife. I'm going to go. Because I got to go. I got to shower and I got to go to work. I've been up for hours. I probably should have recorded this earlier. But it didn't hit me till. Till it did. Anyways, I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I just burped. So I'm going to go. Because I was gross. Um, I'm praying for you. You're going to make it. I know it's hard. But you are going to make it. Always remember love. And no matter what. Every little thing. Is going to be okay.